Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. Nick Foles is on the winning end of his matchup with Tom Brady yet again. Yeah, it looks like Brady lost it down. He was thinking it was third down. That can happen when you clock the ball. You you forget that as being one of the downs, but he clearly looked like he thought he had another shot at it. Yeah, you're right. He lost track of the downs. They went for a bigger shot there on fourth down than just trying to dump it off and pick up a first down. Yeah. And so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers final drive comes to a close and they are beaten by the Bears 20 to 19. Give it to the Chicago defense. They struggled early in that game. Gave up points on three of the first four possessions but kept them a couple field goals, stayed in the game, hung around and came back and won it. Nick Foles getting pretty creative there at the end throwing that, I don't know what you'd call that, some kind of blimp pass down the left sideline but he dropped it in right on the money and set up the game winning field goal. Yeah, it was a nice floater. And the Bear defense, you know, you just work too hard, try to overcome them. You know what can give you? It can give you a Khalil Mack, 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 Mack. Like heart attack, heck, 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 heck. It's not as good as... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not as good as your COVID did. Ah, see, you've set the bar too high, PK, which I think we all are a little stunned by, quite frankly. Well, I mean, that's... I mean, I've set the bar too high for you guys, I would agree. But for myself... You know, it's ever-reaching. It yeah. Ever Sweet. Keep you know, reaching gonna, for the stars. I'm going to use a word that, uh, for me, trying to get better, uh, and I, you guys have taught me this. It's, it's about eternal progression. Oh, the slow, subtle, knowing nod from Yach. Like, that's right. Yeah. You know, you should keep trying. All it. those times I came over to your house and chatted you up for a little while. Still got a couple of buddies want to come visit. Starting to pay off. It sunk in. And oh. the Brady thing on the fourth down, we don't know that he wouldn't have done the same thing. He could have thrown an incomplete pass anyway. Yeah. But he did I seem bet. to force it downfield to a guy who wasn't really open. But they could not block Mac. And the three <laughs> sacks, a ton of pressures. They also, I thought the defense also created a bunch of penalties because the Bucks were down there, and then the penalties pushed them back out of field goal range. I mean, it was just it was a mess. But the Bears' defense is really good, and the offense did just enough. Right. So Chicago's now 4-1. and one. The Bucks are 3-2. and two. All right, games to look forward to this weekend. Do you care about the Battle of Pennsylvania? You got some people who are Philly people, but Philly leading the division one, two, and one. <laughs> They're playing the three and zero Steelers. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have much. I don't get that far into Pennsylvania as far as yeah. the Steelers go, but the Philly area most definitely. And there's time for somebody. I don't know who it's going to be right now. Looks like it might be Philadelphia too take control of that division the Cowboys are an interesting team I don't think they're as bad as their record but nevertheless the record is what it is and that's what you go by so I'm not ready to write that off as complete and total whoever wins it is pathetic Uh, give me a couple of weeks two or three weeks and and then maybe 
Well, the key, I think, would be to start win division games. Since you can't seem to beat anybody else, and the Giants are playing the Cowboys, so somebody's got to pick up a win, presumably, right? Yes. Well, unless they tie. The one and three, and I would say that's impossible, except Philly just did it. So uh, the Cowboys are one and three. The Giants are zero and four. Somebody's got to get a division. Nobody in that win ha- or nobody in that division has two wins yet. So somebody's got to get that. Your Seahawks, PK. You get to own them now. How cool is that? Four and zero playing the one and three Vikings in the Sunday night football game. That smacks a five and zero right there. Uh, it do. Uh, Vikings, I would say, are not as bad as 1-3, but again, that's what your record is. I don't think the Seahawks are going to storm through undefeated. Somebody's going to get them somewhere along the line, probably a divisional opponent. Well, as good as the Seattle offense has been, and the Seattle offense has been very good, that defense has been giving up a lot of points and uh, keeping teams in games. And, uh, you know, the Vikings aren't that good, but if they get on a roll offensively, they might be able to pull the upset. Uh, the Seahawks defense just got to play. Just to, they don't have to be great because the, the offense is. They just got to be a little better. But giving it basically what, 27, 28 points a game, not going to get it done. Are the three and one Rams back? They got they're at the Washington Football Team. They got a chance to go four and one. To your point, that the Seahawks will probably lose to someone in that division. Several good teams in that division. Uh, the Niners maybe not so much, just because they had so many injuries. Uh, the Niners are two and two. They got the Dolphins at home, but the, if you uh, the Rams keep are talking it into existence. We can get them to be the Washington Pigskins. <laughs> Come on, Pigskins, Pigskins. I'm on board. I, I'm totally. And then they board. would go by the Skins. Yes, they're the Washington Football Team. It's a small jump now. Why not? Uh, the Chiefs are four zero. They got the two and two Raiders coming to town. So chance for another team there, another unbeaten team to track this weekend. That's a morning game. That's the early game on CBS this week. Don't know what the late game is because they did move the Broncos and Patriots. Are you ready for Monday afternoon football, PK? How about Tuesday afternoon? 3 o'clock kickoff for the Broncos and the Patriots on ESPN. Yeah, I still think they should have a Tuesday day game. They might. We'll have to see how it plays out. It'll probably go prime time. See if the uh, Titans can... Uh, can get get through a few days without a positive test, and then they can play that game. There's the NFL, DJ and PK. Hashtag BYU. These guys play hard, they play physical, play with great effort, and there's an aggressive style of defense. Tyrone Nix, defense coordinator, was at Ole Miss when I was at Auburn, and so I've seen his defenses before. They're going to challenge you. They're going to challenge you with their scheme. A lot of extra pressures. Really, everyone on the field could be a blitzer. Their defensive line, I think, is the strength of their team. Those guys are well coached, and they play hard and physical. They hit you. When the ball is snapped, they come off and they try to hit you right in the teeth, and, and I respect how they play and so I like it. it it challenges me as a coach and and I know it will challenge our players too that's Jeff Grimes as BYU gets ready to play Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears it's an outstanding defense PK they are very very good man he's got a little Lou Holtz in him I didn't know that yeah I think where we're at BYU I think you have to do this more than ever because you've been slaughtering folks and so you have to maintain an edge and you know if that's the way Jeff Grimes wants to approach it uh, I think we'll have Brian Keel on in a couple hours, and I uh, think he can address that 
this is this this is an old story for BYU. They haven't had the story in a good while, but it's an old story of ah, you're good, but you haven't beat anybody. You, know, you just come on, man. And so these guys have got to find a way to to have an edge, and you have to take these teams for what they are. And you know you should win, but you can't have that attitude. You should win. The only way you can win is to go out there by doing it. And that's also, I find it fascinating, these coaches, you know, a lot of these coaches have been around the country, and the intersection of these guys, uh, this guy was at Ole Miss when mm-hmm. I was at Auburn, and yeah. you see this all the time, and they, know they each have other. this connection somehow, some way, going back, where you were there, I was here, and all that type of thing, and it, uh, it usually there is something going on, and, and sure enough, Grimes has that in this case. So the thing with uh, UTSA and that defense is they they won their opener over Texas State 51-48 and Middle Tennessee State 37-35. Now they blitz them from all over the place because they just can't match up and cover people. I mean, they, they, they gave up over 500 yards to Middle Tennessee, and we were laughing about Middle Tennessee State earlier this year because they were playing a bunch of BYU's common opponents and getting worked by Troy and... Uh, Army, who we thought was a common opponent at the time, 42 to nothing and 47-14. We thought, well, Middle Tennessee's no good, and these guys played a two-point game with them. So, and yeah, the that's all in the past, though. Yeah, the record's 3-1. and one. That's good, but you look at some of the scores. I think BYU ought to score a bunch of points again. 130 ESPN2 as the Cougars try to remain undefeated. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. Well, PK, I might have spent a little time complaining about BYU releasing all their news on their TV show at 10.02, right after we got off the air. And so now, if you're just patient, which I wasn't, suddenly something breaks your way. And look at the Utes holding media availability during our show during, quote-unquote, fall camp. Fall camp is finally fall camp. Fall camp in August never made sense. It should have been summer camp. But now it's fall camp. It's October, and uh, we're going to hear from Kyle Whittingham today, plus both of the coordinators. Uh, Yeah, for our show and our listeners, this is outstanding. You don't have to wait till later today. You can hear exactly. We're going to do it at 9 o'clock. And every day that they have media availability during training camp, I always just call it training camp. You're right, because it seems silly to be calling it fall camp. It was 100 degrees out. Uh, that's not the case, although yesterday, I guess it tied a high of 85 degrees. It was quite warm it. yesterday. Yeah, and it'll settle down here soon enough. But, uh, yeah, this training camp, which starts today and runs for the exact three weeks, that uh, something that we can get fresh, man, listen to our show, and we'll have Kyle. We can have him on every day uh, as he speaks on, on issues. And, obviously, the quarterback thing is a big thing, and it's a big development. Anytime you have a quarterback battle, it's what makes the camp the most interesting and so that'll be something we won't get to see any of it because what they're doing is they're practicing still at the regular time but they're holding the can uh, the media availability in the morning this is an interesting situation a lot of a lot of programs hold it in the morning because they practice in the morning now kyle's holding it in the morning and then as i understand it the practices are still later on in the afternoon Correct. As if they were going to class and all that stuff, and most of the guys get to the facility after lunch somewhere between 1 and 2, 
I've been over there and you can see them all start to make their way over to the football facility. They all start to, either they're walking over or they park across the street there to the east and, and come across what's that guardsman's way. And uh, So they're still going to do that. But I'm excited, man. The football camp here for the East. I know they're excited. We'll get to it in a second. Houston, Houston had a 53-day training camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's just way too long. <laughs> yes, I mean, gosh, you know, all these years I've been covering college football, I, the three weeks in August always seem to go forever, oh, man. The f- they get on with it, you know, you're looking for games, particularly when, like, uh, like last year, you know, when there was nothing that was needing to be decided for Utah's camp because they had everybody that had been a two- or three-year starter. This year's a little different, so I'm excited for it. It starts, and... Uh, later than we anticipated but the fact is you know we are less than a month away from these guys taking the field in a real game and that's just great news dj and pk hashtag college football so houston had a 53-day camp that just to put it in perspective normally you're covering camp by the time you get to the fourth week you are absolutely here in the line we're tired of hitting each other. We can't wait to hit somebody else. Houston hit the fourth week, and they had four more weeks to go. Little did they know. Yeah, that's just way too long, but that was the circumstance that the way it played out. The fourth week, usually you get a little bit of a fresh air because it's game week. It's around practice uh, between 12 and 15, and you still have uh, 10 practices ago to go approximately. Fourth week, you get into game week, and you could sense a different form of excitement. But Houston took a long time, and it took a long time for them to show up to this game. For oh, my fact. gosh. They were such a mess offensively early in the game. They threw a pick six, and there's a fumble. Strip sack. Strip sack, and uh, then the big lineman falls on it at the one and kind of scoops it into the end zone and tumbles onto it for another touchdown. So Houston had three turnovers in the first quarter, and they were down 24-7 early in the second quarter, but they have speed, they have athletes, they make big plays, they can throw the ball, and they ended up winning 49-31. They spotted Tulane a 24-7 lead and then came all the way back. So... Also had five turnovers in this game. Yeah, they finished with five when it was all said and done. So that's BYU's next opponent, and they just look uh, a cut above everything BYU's had to play so far. Now, will BYU handle them easily anyway? We have all next week to obsess about that, but Houston's got athletes. We'll see if those mistakes is just, uh, well, it was week one, and you know the other guys have played, and you haven't, and there was just a lot of hype and excitement, or are they just really loose with the ball, and they're going to be coughing it up again next week too? We have, we have all week to ask that question. You like the name Clayton Tune for a quarterback? Well, I, I think that the, the BYU Cougars are going to tune him out, that's for sure. That's it. There's a lot of puns to be made with that. you got a full yeah. week to look forward to that, too. Houston just had a tune-up game. All right, so the big games this weekend, while well, it was supposed to be Texas and Oklahoma, and then they both went and lost. That took some of the zip out of that, but... Uh, you can kick off your day with that. That's 10 a.m. on Fox tomorrow. And Florida and Texas A&M, 10 a.m. on ESPN. North Carolina and Virginia Tech are both ranked. If you like your ACC football, that's 10 a.m. on ABC. So a full day of Power 5 football if you like PK. Well, not quite. You got that last, you'll have an 8.30 kickoff there for a 
Yeah, no, we don't. But yeah, I'm excited for Saturday. This is the best Saturday that we've had. A lot of games that I'm going to be at least I can watch to some degree to tune me tune up for BYU. I anticipate being in front of the television at uh, 10 a.m. and and sitting there watching that and getting ready for the Cougars at 1:30. Yeah. Uh, the other games, Tennessee's playing Georgia at 1.30 while the BYU game's going on, and we'll see if Arkansas's for real or what their deal is. They're playing Auburn at 2 o'clock on ESPN. The primetime games, number 7 Miami, number 1 Clemson. Is somebody going to beat Clemson? Put a little drama in this thing. Beat Clemson. Mix it up a little bit. Uh, number 2 Alabama plays Ole Miss, so the two big dogs are uh, kicking off at 5.30. Alabama's on ESPN and Clemson's on ABC. University of Colorado received clearance to begin their training camp. The Boulder County Public Health Department told Colorado to go ahead. I think they were getting ready to uh, pull a San Jose State and move somewhere, and then they got the word they're okay, so they can stay put. So one more thing for the Pac-12 to line up as they get ready to go in about a month. Baylor, meanwhile, on a bye this week, and they've suspended all football-related activities because they got to evaluate positive tests. They got a bye, but then they got to Oklahoma State, the last undefeated team in the Big 12 after that. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. What I've learned being a Laker is that the Laker faithful don't give a damn what you've done before. Until you become a Laker, you got to do it with them as well. So they don't care about your resume at all until you become a Laker, and then you got to do it as a Laker, and then they'll respect you. I've learned that. That's LeBron James. Okay, maybe if he wins the title, the Laker fans will look at him as a Laker, but the rest of us aren't going to look at him as a Laker. You know, it's not the same as baseball. You know, in baseball, uh, what cap are you going to have on in the Hall of Fame? How's that going to work? But, okay, basketball, you don't have caps. But what cap, what jersey should he have on in the Hall of Fame? Is he Cle- To me, he's Cleveland. Is he Miami to you or is he Cleveland? There's no he's way he's LeBron. Lakers. He's, he's just LeBron. LeBron. He's yeah, above he's all teams. He's an outstanding ball player, one of the greatest of all time. If you want to argue greatest, fine, go ahead. I don't care. Uh, but he's LeBron because he. I think that, that that's the way these guys have set themselves up uh, in the, the, the David Stern intended to highlight the individual, which was a brilliant move, and the fact that he's moved multiple times and is going to win titles with each of them. He is simply LeBron. He's not James, that announcer. Can't I always think, who's got the ball? James? James who? No, he's LeBron, and that's who he is. He's known by LeBron, and that's who he'll be the rest of his life. So he's not a Laker. He's not a Heat. He's not a Cavalier. He's all of those, but he's not individually any of them. He's LeBron. Game five tonight, it's the Lakers and the Heat, 7 o'clock on ABC. The Lakers are trying to win title number 17, which would tie them with the Celtics. Clippers' uh, Lawrence Frank has been honored as the NBA Executive of the Year. He helped sign Kawhi Leonard and trade for Paul George, so they gave him that, even though they went out in the second round. Here's your award. Congrats. You really want this trophy over here, but this is your consolation prize. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Flora leaning over to get the sign from Will Smith. One and two. Grisham awaits. Here it comes. Down he goes, and the Dodgers win, and they will head to the National League Championship Series for the 14th time. Five down, eight to go. 
to put 1988 to bed once and for all as they route the uh, San Diego Padres tonight, 12-3. to Dodgers sweep the Padres, 12-3. The Braves sweep the Marlins. Miami has finally lost a playoff series. That took too long. But they lost a playoff series. Braves win 7-zip. Uh, the Braves are piling up the shutouts here in the postseason, PK. We talk about pitching and how much it matters. The Braves, they are coming through big time. Yeah, five runs in 49 innings. So you, uh, it's very hard to beat that. So it's Dodgers and Braves in the National League Championship Series over in the American League. It's the Astros. They beat the Athletics 11-6. They win that series in four. And now they wait for the winner of Game 5 tonight, the Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. Yankees win 5-1. to one. Can they do it, PK? Can they knock out Tampa Bay in all that pitching? Sure. They got to a Game 5. They're close now. They can smell it. That game is at 5 o'clock today on TBS. And then you've got uh, the NBA game at 7 o'clock tonight. So, a couple things for you to watch tonight. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. Where are the goals going to come from? RSL, three losses in a row. The only goals they've scored in this stretch have been own goals. Somebody's got to break through. It's Vancouver, and they're not good. He lost to Vancouver at home, arguably the low point of the season. Either that or Colorado blowing him out at home. But those are, those are hands down the two worst games. So if a little revenge will get you worked up, go for that then. You know, Vancouver. They play Saturday night, 8 o'clock. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up today, Lincoln Kennedy. Raiders Radio, Pac-12 Network football analyst. He'll join us. We'll talk with him about the Chiefs and the Pac-12 preseason poll that has the Utes third. He's coming up at 8.30. The Utah football availability with head coach Kyle Whittingham and with the offensive and defensive coordinators Andy Ludwig and Morgan Scally. That's coming up at 9 o'clock. And Brian Keel, the former Cougar, at 9.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone.